And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to February. And in just a few days from now is February 13th. It is National Self Love Day. But did you know that January is actually Self Love Month? I thought I saw something floating around the internet and maybe even on Instagram. I can't remember where, but I thought it was Self Love. Care month, but I looked it up, I googled it, and self care month is September, self love month is January. I'm thinking it's because November, December, even as early as October, we are hosting parties, throwing events, giving gifts, cooking, and making other people happy for a long period of time. We're giving, 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 serving, 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 loving, loving, loving others. That maybe by January, it's time to reel things back in and start filling ourselves back up. And so it's a great opportunity. And I think it's pretty perfect because it's the first month of the year. And so, being a great reminder that, hey, put yourself first <laughs> before you. Reach out and put the oxygen mask on someone else. You got to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. So it's a great reminder to, to reprioritize and realign to your soul. But if you have not ever celebrated Self Love Day, Coming up February 13th, my guest today on today's show, my dear friend Dorothy Inez Del Tufo, is celebrating her 13th year in business. And she started her business on Self Love Day. <laughs> and I'll put the information to her event in the show notes so you can join us. It's free or a love gift of whatever amount that you choose. But um, do. Think about attending, especially if you hate Valentine's Day or really highly dislike Valentine's Day or despise it. I know there are people out there who do, but at least consider putting some love and attention into yourself. And this this came up again with a client that I recently had. Um, she's healing from people pleasing, or I'm not just people pleasing, but going in to help even save others voluntarily giving up her time and service and help to others even without them asking and what she's finding is now she's totally depleted like last on the totem pole when it comes to her to-do list and attention and so she's gaining weight, hasn't gone to the gym, not eating well, not sleeping well, and all of this stuff. And so we are working together to help heal that me last <laughs> syndrome or you owe other people always first before me or I'm the people pleasing that I have a lot of <laughs> experience in. So now I'm helping her. Um, one thing I do want to cover though about people pleasing and and self-love is that in the people pleasing we start to become resentful especially 
when we have put so much attention and effort and love into other people and we think that that same kind of attention, love, and support that we give to others should be the same that we receive. And a lot of times we give from a place of need, meaning this is what I need and this is what I like and this is what I love. So I'm thinking I'm going to give it to you. And then we assume or expect other people to give us that same attention in return. And and we forget that everybody has their own way, their own way of loving, their own way of giving attention, their own way of giving love and respect. And so we tend to have these expectations on relationships. But what I want to say about self-love is when you fill yourself up and and seek from the love that's within you and, and remembering that you are created formed in the essence of God and God is the essence of love and peace so when we think of love and we think of peace it shouldn't be an external idea like oh for me to have peace or love everybody and everything in my life should be working in this harmonious kind joyful everything perfect in the world way my relationships and the people are treating me kindly or lovingly and giving me all these wonderful things that i give to them and they're giving back to me but no practicing self-love is the practice of filling yourself up reaching from within yourself in that that seat of the soul that temple of God within ourselves in our hearts actually in our hearts the heart chakra then we can live in this chaotic world without feeling disappointed so what I've found is when I'm totally full and I'm filled up if if a troll comes and tells me I'm going to hell it doesn't really bother me if my parents don't call me for months and weeks in the past, I would be sad, but it doesn't really bother me. If my kids don't text me back, and I'm working on this right now, <laughs> I'm working on this, I'm going to be the first to admit that I'm not perfect, but I text and I call my kids regularly, like at least three to four times a week, and they're not calling me back for maybe two or three weeks after, then I get sad, but I don't have to be. If I'm filling myself up, if I'm doing the things that I love, that bring me joy, that bring me peace, if I'm doing my meditations, I'm going on my walks, if I'm painting and doing alone time where it's not measured by anybody's standards, where it I don't need approval from anyone to like it or say it's great or I don't need to prove anything to anybody, but it's just me and a date with myself only seeking my own approval, only seeking my own appreciation, then when I'm so filled up, when I go into relationship with my kids and when I go into relationship with my husband and maybe we don't agree on something or maybe they didn't say I love you that day, then it doesn't bother me as much. It just doesn't bother me that much because I'm already full. 
their love and their attention is just like the cherry on top. It's the additional, it's the additional yumminess. So today, please listen in to Dorothy Inez, holistic confidence coach, and consider celebrating, consider celebrating yourself on self-love day and consider make be making a list of things that you find peace how you find peace how you find joy what brings you happiness within yourself that's independent not dependent especially not a toxic codependency of attaching expectations or your needs upon others but really finding that serenity and that connection to love within your own heart. Enjoy today's show. I'll I'll see you after these messages. Sunday, February 12th, celebrate National Self-Love Day. Find the event on Eventbrite. Reconnect and restore. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to slay and shine inner peace soul care this is clements lafreitis your host and today i get to speak with my very dearest friend miss dorothy inez she is a holistic confidence coach she works with you on your beauty from the inside out for higher confidence in life and in relationships, in business, and on camera. She's certified in Reiki and also a certified beauty professional. Welcome to the show, Miss Dorothy Inez. Hey, Clem. Thank you for having me today. Hello. We are talking on the subject of inner peace. Made a big shift in the show and in my own personal service to the world more moving everything that I talk about and all the content I do towards inner peace so I invited Ms. Dorothy Inez here because confidence showing up in life in your true confidence brings a sense of inner peace and when Ms. Dorothy Inez is in that in that state of being when she enters a room or when she's speaking, when she's on camera, she just exudes this like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us today, what does inner peace mean to you? And then we'll talk about how you cultivate this confidence that brings on this inner peace within you. Well, inner peace for me is is really being centered and being grounded and and i feel like in alignment with source god jesus whatever you know the person listening might call it for me it's god and um it's just this i don't know it's when it's cultivated from the inside I find that everything around me also uh, also has that. And so inner peace is just like an exhale. <sighs> that is a great description. I think a lot of people try to seek peace 
through external or make sure that they they want everything externally to be working right before they choose to be in peace. And I love that you reiterated that when it comes from the inside, it's a it's a different feeling. It's a very different feeling. So in what you do with confidence and helping women, especially with growing in who they are as a creation of the most high of source and bringing our, um, our knowingness about ourselves, how does that affect, how do you, how do you use that to help people bring that peace to themselves? The first, the first thing in the framework that I offer is identity. I really believe that's the the foundation of confidence. That's the foundation of peace. Sorry, I've got like a little shadow on my eye. That that's the that's the foundation of where inner peace is. When you know who you are and you know why you're here, there's a peace that that you begin to cultivate on the inside. So we do exploration. We, we live in the question of who am I? And ultimately what through the work that I do is I help women to understand who they are in relation to God. And in that relation to God, they begin to understand that they are one with God. And when you understand your oneness with God, you can begin to cultivate a peace that comes from from that knowingness. This peace, as scripture would say, that surpasses all understanding. Because then when you live in this place of, of knowingness and oneness, you no longer have to worry about things because worry tends to take away our peace when you know um that something outside of yourself something i won't even say outside of yourself this thing that you're one with that's greater than you the little you is in control you just don't have to worry about um, things, there's no, there's no stress. And so we do exercises, we do practices um, like meditation that allow us to hear and connect, that allow us to hear the, the, our inner wisdom and begin to practice trust, you know, trusting ourselves, because when you begin to trust yourself, you don't have to go outside. And when I say, anytime I'm saying yourself, I'm talking about the highest self because little self ego can get in there. And then that's where all the, the stress and all that stuff begins to, to uprise and, and have us in anxiety and, and worry and stress, lower vibrational feelings. So that's the, the main um, area. And then the second area that I think um, <clears throat> helps to cultivate um, inner peace, and these two go hand in hand, is self-care and self-love. And so when you learn, and you and I have talked about this because God gave you this, this same message, to love yourself is to love God. 
You know, this is a revelation because a lot of times people have been afraid to love themselves because of maybe some of the their old, maybe religious teachings. But when you can love yourself, you find peace within. When you take care of yourself and you cultivate an environment that is part of self-care, like people come over my house, Clem, and they're like, man, I don't want to leave here. It's so peaceful in here because it's something, it's an environment that I cultivated first from within and now without. Yeah, it's beautiful. And so I teach that. I teach women to cultivate that in their lives. Oh, it's so important. I just had a client here on the, on the table for a private session and she admittedly puts like she goes in to help everyone else first with even without them asking for help or even without them asking to be saved and it and it's sucking her energy sucking her light so now she has less to give to other people but she wasn't giving to herself first so I told her her homework was to before she gives to anyone else she has to give to herself first which is counterintuitive because we have been always raised to, well, in we've been told that it's better to give than to receive. And then that mantra or that belief just stayed. It, it, the, the imbalance of it <laughs> became toxic. It became everybody else first and me last. And so it's beautiful that your work, especially for women, because a lot of us were, were raised that way, was to kind of self-sacrifice for other people. So, And, you know, one thing, just you brought up, a, um, you know, a spiritual teaching, it's better to give than to receive. And one of the things I've learned in my uh, spiritual journey is that... <clears throat> The idea is around that could be just another perspective around that is that the reason it's hard to, it's better to give than it is to receive is because oftentimes, especially women, have a hard time receiving. Receiving something as small as, Clem, that's a really nice sweater. I'm the giver of the compliment, but oftentimes the person on the other end is like, oh, I just grabbed this off the floor. Oh, I just grabbed this out of the thrift store. Girl, I didn't ask you all of that. I just gave you the gift of a compliment and you struggle receiving. So for me, it's a gift to be able to give you because I get so much joy giving compliments, but I want to invite people the next time somebody gives you a gift is don't steal the joy by coming in with some, you know, negative thing, putting yourself down or diminishing yourself is to really practice the art of receiving. We're here to receive. God's always giving. And what I found with some of my clients is when they don't practice giving to themselves, they don't learn to receive from themselves, then it's hard to receive from God. It's hard to receive from nature. It's hard to receive from the people in our lives. So it is, like you said, it is a practice. It's an art of practice. Yes. 
So, can you think of times in business where your peace is shaken and you're like, oh my gosh, how do I get back to center? How do I get back to my peace from those times where it doesn't have to be business, but you think of anything that either in life, relationships, but business, um, that you felt like, whoa, I'm out of my, I'm not aligned to my peace right now. And how did you get back? I tend to, when I find myself getting out of peace, tap into my toolbox. Um, you know, recently I had a, a, a major situation happen in my personal life that <clears throat> normally would have taken me out of my peace because there were times, you know, a year ago, if I had come across a situation in my personal life, I might, you know, um, I, I might cuss that person out because they just stress me out. I might lose it. I might hang up the phone, you know, stuff that's like contrary to how I want to show up in the world. And, and the beauty of when we have these types of interactions, when we act outside of who we want to be, is these are opportunities for us to grow. Opportunities to say, hmm, Dorothy Inez, you still need work right here. And so this time when my peace could have been shaken, this time what I ended up doing is number one, going within and saying, you know, I'm going to trust spirit because one thing I live by a principle I live by is life is always happening for me, never to me. That one mantra over the last five years has transformed the way I deal with adversity, the way that I am able, that mantra right there, first of all, recenters me. So when you ask about recentering, I say, oh, life is always happening for me, never to me. What is this here to teach me? Number one. Then the next thing I'm looking at is how is this affecting me? Am I having physiological responses like me? I can sometimes struggle with, um, I have a past of struggling with anxiety. So what's the next resource? Another resource might be tapping into breathing, sitting in this chair right here behind me and breathing or wherever I'm at breathing. And then I have a counselor is sometimes we need support and a lot of times people don't want to have a counselor but i have found i've had the same counselor for 13 years and he helps to re you know help me to shift my thinking reframe the way that i'm thinking um, about things. So we have this thing called the litmus test that, you know, we go through whenever thoughts, you know, whatever thoughts are creating anxiety in me, I'm looking at, um, is this true? Is what I'm thinking true? Is it, do I have proof that it's true? And a lot of times the answer is no. And then what do I know to be true about myself or the, or, or about the thing that I'm believing in? Because a lot of times, you know, whether it's 
business, you asked about business, when people don't show up in my programs and I start the, the negative talk starts coming in, I go to that litmus test, you know, that, that he's taught me. Um, I tap into my toolbox. And those are the top three things that I tap into. Byron Katie, she wrote the book, Loving What Is, and she takes you through, and she has a program, Loving What Is, and she takes you through that question asking, is this real? Is this real? Or is this true? Is this true? How do I know this is true? Because <laughs> a lot of and times it's made up in our mind. Yep. And I think it is Byron Katie, because I think the little paper he gave me, I think it is the questions that uh, they ask. Yeah, it's a really good book. And she even has an app. I tried to use it, but I'm, I just like my books. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I will say, too, this isn't a, a plug, but this is the truth, as you know, Clemens, is I tap into you you know, and your sound healing. When I've had moments of anxiety, you know, I've tapped, called you up and I'm like, Clem, can we do an emergency session? At night and, before you know, I go to bed. The, yeah. You know, the because the, the frequencies I've found that sound music helps to uplift me and shift my vibration and so music I have playlists for particular moods I might get in that are soothing but also tapping into sound healing is is always on my list I even have my own little bowls and drum right here so <laughs> and Dorothy Inez does a great job also using all these tools and she exhibits it online on her on her lives and her reels but she also uses dance, which shifts your body from one state of being. So when you're in anxiety, when you're in stress, the muscles in your body tense up and lock up. But she consciously, you because a lot of times these thoughts happen in our brain unconsciously from repeated past trauma that we keep bringing back up into life now as an adult it unconsciously is happening. So she has to consciously say, I'm going to sit in that chair and breathe. I'm going to go and turn on this music and meditate, or I'm going to turn on this music and shake my hips and, and shimmy my, my booty. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I was learning it, how to twerk yesterday, but girls were teaching me. <laughs> I was like, let's tell me tap into my feminine, you know? <laughs> yes, them hips, because it's the sacral chakra right here. And so making that figure eight with the hips really does help. But Wait till it, you see it, my it, next reel, girl. It's very, you know, ooh. I did a dance reel telling women, you know, because, yeah, that's another beautiful way of regaining your inner peace because you're moving energy with dance. Yeah, you're shifting one from one plane of being, which is anxiety and stress and a worry and moving it into the state of being of joy. And when you're in joy, there's so much more peace, just mm -hmm. just the ah feeling that she was talking about earlier. I love it. I love it. Oh, my goodness. P please tell everybody. OK, before we go, um, let's take a moment to take a breath together. I'll take us through a little. Oh, I love breathing. I love, oh, yes. The breath of <laughs> life. Thank you, Lord, for this breath. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another good tip to share with people is if you are 
in your situations where you're in argument or you're in in worry you if you just take a second to notice you'll find that you're actually holding your breath i didn't know that i was until i started paying attention it's like you had to get out of your unconscious brain switch on that consciousness and then i said oh my gosh i spend a lot of time not breathing just holding my breath if i'm talking to somebody who's just Ooh, making my body tighten up. First, I noticed it in my body, and then I noticed I wasn't breathing. <laughs> so, the practice of breath work, I have a lot of breath work friends. Oh my goodness, you guys, it is so important to breathe. But let's do this together. Miss Dorothy Ines, will you place your hands on your heart, one on your heart, and one on your belly? for your sacral chakra because I know I, I know you're loving that sacral chakra work you're doing right now. With your eyes closed, take a deep breath in. And imagine the light of God coming in through your nostrils, filling your chest, your heart, enlarging your heart and your love and enlarging down into your belly, your solar plexus and your sacral chakras seeing light fill every cell every blood platelet and feeding all your organs and as you exhale releasing all tightness sickness and disease from your body with this next inhale breathe in light into your mind and see every part of your brain be filled with the wisdom and knowledge of the heavens, replacing self-sabotage, self-doubt, worry and stress with truth, love and light. Last deep breath together. Bless yourself, bless, bless. I bless myself, I bless my life. I bless every action and word that comes out of my mouth. I bless myself. Thank you, thank you, thank you, divine soul for living on this earth, in this body. I love this body. I love every part of my being. And through this, my confidence rise. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Divine Source Creator, my angels, my ancestors whom only serve love, and my spirit guides and my healing team. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Namaste, Ashe, Mashallah. Amen. <laughs> thank you Amen. for being on the show today, Miss Dorothy Inez. Will you tell people where we can find you? You can find me on Facebook under Dorothy Dash Inez, and you can also find me. Um, I'm actually going to be migrating more on um, LinkedIn, so still Dorothy Dash Inez. Every platform, Dorothy Dash Inez. Perfect. Even your and, website. And yeah, I was say yeah, and my website www dot Dorothy Inez, all one word, no dash, dot um, com, Dorothy Inez dot com, no dash. Yeah. So if you're looking to become more in tune with your inner self so that you can show up and shine in life, 
in your true confidence of who you really are, please see Miss Dorothy Inez. And for those who are new to this show, find Slay and Shine, the Facebook group, and on Facebook, Instagram, all the places. <laughs> on youtube um we do moon, full moon and new moon sound baths and all the great stuff you'll find us there have a beautiful week everyone remember to continually bless your life bye bye